Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast or my diary that I forget about and I submit entries every or, you know, not submit, but write an entry every couple of months when I feel like it's needed. <laughs> um, I know, like, I'm not even going to give you a spiel. I know I'm inconsistent and um, and I post when I feel like it and, uh, you know, I guess this is just basically what I said from the beginning this is just my diary or my journal and when I'm ready I'll put something out um but I feel like after looking at my uh anchor like logging I guess I have like a consistent audience where I should consider uh putting in more effort and more time in what I post and how I post and and stuff like that, but, you know, like I always tell you guys, my life is always consistently and unpredictably changing, um, so the last time that I think I recorded with you guys, I was telling you, like, my harsh reality with living with roommates and my last roommate situation, right now, I currently live by myself, um, I have a studio in New York, um, and life's been great. <laughs> um, I actually truly enjoy living by myself. Um, my only complaint about a studio is everything's on top of each other. Like, it's a small space, but, like, I make, I make it work. I make magic happen in here. And I guess, like, to me, it's really just not about, like, uh, the material things in this space for me, it's really just about the fact that, um, I don't have roommates anymore, um, I live by myself, and I have a certain freedom that you don't have when you live with other people, um, I've noticed in the past that, like, with my roommate situations around, like, the six-month mark, everything just gets really fucking crappy, uh, because that's really when you start seeing people's true colors, you see that not everyone plays fair, and that, like, um, you know, things just suck all around, someone doesn't clean, someone leaves their hair in the drain, um, someone has their obnoxious significant other over way too many times throughout the week, um, you know, stuff like that, that I feel like living on your own, you don't have to deal with anymore, like, um, if I want to have people over, I can have people over. If I don't feel like washing the dishes today, I can wash them in the morning of uh, the next day or, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's just like this newfound freedom of just being by yourself um, that brings you peace. But it also brings you like solitude and like uh, just like loneliness. But like, it's not something that's unbearable. Like, I think... Um, for me, it's been a really big, like, reflective moment because I finally have time to just sit with myself and just be with myself and, um, just have a space where it finally feels like home and I could just feel, you know, at peace and not have to worry about building certain type of relationships with my roommates so things aren't chaotic or having these roommate chats and stuff like that which were sometimes productive sometimes were unproductive um so I will say like living alone has been doing me 
great and some justice but I do get lonely sometimes like sometimes I wish I had like a little dog uh or whatever but you know with the way New York rent is set up (laughs) um it's cheaper to just be by yourself because uh dogs come with a certain amount of a rent and other things that um New York uh renters are not the most like kind about like uh in the south if you have a dog they're a little bit more friendly and uh welcoming um even though it has to be a certain breed but I think that's just like everywhere but here in New York like you know bad enough you're paying like damn near a close to two thousand dollars a month for rent and then you want to add a animal which that comes with the fee which is wild which I truly understand why people like sneak their pets in because uh pets are expensive on their own like you have to pay for health insurance uh grooming and food and so on and so forth so that's for now I guess it's just gonna be me in this small space um and I'm not mad about it I actually think that this is really like leveling me up in life and um just pushing me towards you know where I want to be um and it's definitely teaching me a certain role of responsibility because before like you know rent and stuff was a little bit cheaper because I was with a roommate but like I realized that making the sacrifice to be on my own also came with the fact that like the light bill the cable bill the groceries and rent and everything is all on me so I have to learn to budget better and balance myself better um even when I have my impulsive moments where I'm just like oh fuck all of this like I'm having a bad day I want to go spend at least like a couple hundred dollars in a clothing store or like I don't know buying stupid shit from Marshalls and TJ Maxx I realized like damn I can't really do that because bills are due at the end of the month and that is just very reckless of me to do but um besides that part um I'm also like facing a lot of transitions right now um I'm actually transitioning um careers not careers but like different levels in careers and that I'm very appreciative of because um, at my current job, I am very, like, unhappy and unsatisfied. Um, and it's only because of management. I feel like with jobs, what makes a job is really the people that you put in higher positions. Um, because a lot of the times, uh, people really do take advantage of people, especially when they're in a leadership position. I feel like the the levels of just responsibilities alone get shifted and it feels like the people who are higher up don't feel inclined to take some form of positions like uh, not positions but like take form of like um a responsibility and pushes it down on the people who are in lower positions that's what I meant to say yeah <laughs> but um I didn't like that. I feel like I was dealing with the toxic work environment and with people that just felt like money is the only thing that matters. There was a disregard of just 
the people that work there they were more interested in what you could do for the company and the company was never interested in what they could do for you to make your work experience great but i feel like all across the board this is just how majority of the con of the companies act in this country in particular i'm not really familiar with any jobs abroad but from what i hear from some of my friends who've worked abroad their experiences are a lot different than they are here um the priorities for the company that i worked for was just money how can you help me make all this money and if it wasn't the way that they wanted you to make it it was like all hell breaks loose there was never any really positive feedback. It was just always negative in how you didn't make them their thousands. Um, so it's just, it was very trying. And I feel like in a world today where we're still in a global pandemic and people are still homeless, people are still grieving, people are still losing left, loved ones left and right. And just like, inflation and all these things I feel like humanity should be kinder to one another but then I remember I live in a capitalist society <laughs> and the idea of being selfless seems very hard these days and I feel like this pandemic is just revealing you know less of the surface level of what reality is but just a bigger picture of it and I think for me, the part that makes me nervous is the fact that people are so insensitive and so inhumane and is just very like repulsive because you like, and it's just the, with the company that I've worked with uh, at the moment, um, before I take this transition, they wanted you to show them so much grace, but they did not show you any grace. And I feel like grace and it just like respect is a two way street. You give to me, I give to you. It, you know, like, I feel like you're not kind to me. Why should I go on my way to be kind to you? And a lot of the times, like, I felt like I had to be the big person. And even though I did not want to be graceful, I did not want to be kind. And I did not want to, you know, do certain things I still had to because uh, a lot of the people who are in leadership I have to remember are people that uh, crave power in some ways not everyone but majority of the people that I've met along the way throughout my many jobs is that uh, a lot of people who are in these roles crave some form of power some form of control and a lot of it has to do with them internally and the way they probably feel some type of like powerlessness because of the things that they went through in their lives, which now that they have this power position, they just enforce it in ways that is uh, very um, toxic and can be very narcissistic at times. Um, but I think the biggest lesson that I take away from this current job and going into my new job is just setting up boundaries in the workplace and um also not waiting until shit hits the fan to just express how things are making you feel um I think 
a lot of the times these jobs expect you to show up and just shut up regardless of what's going on and how people treat you and it's just not fair because I'm coming a job doesn't function with just the higher ups the job functions because of people like me who are at the bottom and who are who are really just producing the brunt of the work and just working really really hard in the most uncomfortable circumstances to help produce the numbers that they expect and I personally feel like there should be a medium or a space where those workers like me and everyone else could just speak freely about how they don't like this treatment or they wish this was better or if you did this, I think I could be more productive in the ways that you would like for me. And that's just personally how I feel and how I will take things uh, take away from it and also just a reminder to myself that I am human I am not a machine and that I cannot do certain things if I don't have the resources if I don't have enough time and if I don't have the enough support because a lot of these companies just have all these high expectations that lack reality that lack just a simple understanding that the people who are helping this company stay afloat are people and people are prone to errors like our whole existence is a big our existence is errors yes a philosopher had talked a couple philosophers had talked about that but like humans are not these perfect beings that could produce like there's going to be some type of error even like even with technology there's errors so I don't understand like some of the expectations but like now that I'm transitioning into this other area I hope and I like I really just pray that things are just smooth and like I'm able to grow in a positive way and not in the way that I grew in this company where I became really resentful and um I didn't enjoy it at all like simple as that I did not enjoy it um Though that I'm leaving, I do wish that company all the best and they have the most successful rest of the year. But um, for me, I am done and I'm so ecstatic to be parting um, ways and moving on to a different part of a different company. And um, I hope that they learn to treat their uh, employees a bit better. And, uh, you know, I just hope in general that these companies all across the board come across the nation and everywhere realize that the people that work for you are humans and just be graceful and just be kind because you really like honestly and I'm I know this sounds cliche, but you really just don't know what what people are really going through outside of their jobs like a lot of people's lives have changed like significantly and a lot of people are just so impacted about by everything that's going on in this world like every day I guess it's just because like I I like I don't know my personal feelings like I just wish things would be so much better because it just truly breaks my heart just seeing the way reality looks like like I think that's why a lot of times I just like find myself just away from everybody and 
everything because it's just is I think it's just a lack of of regard for people that just like really bother me like and this is just from New York in general there's so many homeless people um and a lot of this could be solved <laughs> if there was a right way to allocate funds and not by mass like giving mass funds to organizations that don't need it if you catch my drift if you've been paying attention to what's going on in the news I feel like fixing the issues that are going on at home will just change the way things are in general I feel like people shouldn't have to steal groceries because the fact that I used to pay for groceries. I'm one person. It used to just be like a hundred and like ten dollars, and now my groceries are going to almost damn near two hundred dollars. It's telling you that inflation is is causing very big issues, and there's no solutions. I've seen so many people pass away in the past two two and a half years in the and is just so it's just to me everything is just so scary like I feel like there's I just feel hopeless and I just feel like what the fuck like a lot of the time like there seems to be just this whole thing of like you know what fuck it like you know people will figure it out and people really are not figuring it out people are really just mentally emotionally spiritually and physically drained because even speaking for myself like I'm still like in the weirdest way I'm still recovering from that from being locked down for that long period of time like mentally it took a toll on me and then also like the fact that I was going to school (laughs) on top of that to finish up my degree and then like Like, I I don't know. And then I just went into the workforce. Like, life just moved way too fast for me to the point where I just feel like I didn't have a moment to just breathe or to catch my breath because a lot of the times I feel like there's no break. Like, there's just keep going and just learning how to coexist with everything that you're going through. Like, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I'm not going to go into a philosophy spiel about this, but uh, I remember Kant had talked about the private and public self, and I'm truly starting to understand that, like, I have to put on this mask in public, but then I'm really my true self in private, like, and just dealing with the day-to-day and is just stressful, and it's just tiring, and I just really I I really wish that society would just be nicer to everybody and just try to make everyday living easier for everybody and people are really becoming fucking monsters and just energy vampires and just cruel and it's and I know some of it is from the fatigue of this pandemic but it's also just because people are just really showing their true colors like people are just like being selfish is just not a learned behavior is just the way people are at this point and um it just really bothers me and that's just my rant about 
the fact that humanity has gone to shit and there's nothing that any of us can really do anymore we just have to let this all go to shit what it seems like and then try to rebuild from there even if at this point it's even rebuildable (laughs) um it's some type of miracle or something has to happen for life to just really take a huge shift and and I, I truly understand and stand in solidarity with people who just quit their jobs because their mental health can't take it anymore or they just dropped out of school because they can't take it anymore because it just feels like everyone wants life to keep moving and our reality is like, how? Like, how how do you expect them to keep moving forward when everything is just up in flames? It's like that whole, like, Spongebob episode where everyone is running and the buildings are up in flames, the streets are in flames, and people are screaming in terror, and then it's just you standing there watching it, and it's just like, okay, so what the fuck do I do? And that's just, like, how... <laughs> this is just how I feel right now. Um, but I know, like, for me, that... Um, with time and not harboring on the negatives as much and trying to find the light in any situation that hopefully, hopefully we could all pray, cross our fingers and toes and manifest that life gets better. But um, really, I think what I want to talk about today is like <laughs> being a 20 something and um. I think the reason why this topic just resonates with me is because there is not enough self-help books, there is a not enough wisdom, there is a not enough spirituality, not enough of anything that prepares you to be a 20-something, and um, holy fuck, like, I mean, for me, life has always been real but life feels really real now because when I first turned 20 I was just like oh it's like bliss because like you know I'm not a teen anymore like 18 19 I still consider myself a teenager but like 20 is like I'm stepping into adulthood I was like okay life can't be that bad and then I turned 21 then I was like okay I could drink but life is still just as bad as when I was a teenager and then I turned 22 and I was just like all right like this is being a 20 something is the most uh challenging journey that I think I've been on so far I hope (laughs) um hope life gets easier after being in your teens and your 20s um but I think what's frustrating for me, or just not frustrating, but I just think wish people were more honest about when you're in your 20s is that it's a lot of grieving. And when people think of grieving, they think of it as like, oh, someone died or like, yes and no, when I'm referring to grieving, when I think of it all, like being a 20 something, I've learned that I'm grieving mindsets that I had. Um, I'm grieving the blinder that I had over my eyes. Like, life became very real. And um, you're, you're like, officially removing the blinders that your parents had on you. And you're coming into yourself. Like, there's certain things that your parents instilled in you that you may no longer believe or support anymore. There's certain 
values that your parents instilled in you that you just don't believe in anymore. And that makes you just feel very, um, I don't know, like you just feel very lost. Like there's no sense of, you have no sense of belonging anymore because of that blinder being taken off. You grieve friendships, whether platonic or intimate, you grieve relationships in general and like by relationships I mean familial ones I mean like the one with yourself like friends like lovers like it just it's a process of just like shedding all this layers of skin from yourself and you just become naked really like you just feel like you're alone you just don't have anybody and you don't know what anything means anymore and you just feel like what the fuck does this all mean like does anything even matter anymore and 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 like you just grieve expectations that you had for yourself that people like or maybe people imposed on you and it's just I think like I don't know like so far and I can't I don't really have much to really go on based like, go off of based on just only my experience alone, but, like, my 20s have been so frustrating because it's, like, I think the hardest part is the fact that we're in the pandemic. That makes it 10 times harder, but also the fact that, like, your 20s, you're just navigating by yourself. Like, it's the first, like, leap into adulthood where you're just trying to figure this shit all out like I think the mo the moment I really broke down I think was when I was like 19 about to turn 20 when I had to file my taxes by myself for the first time I had no idea what the fuck I was doing like you are in college you're in school they don't teach you any of these life skills so it's just like holy shit like I don't even know if I'm putting this input in this information right I don't even know if any of this shit I'm doing is correct which makes it so scary and then you also like begin because your blinders are slowly coming off you begin to look at all of your friendships your relationships with family your relationships with if you're in a relationship with a significant other, you look at them so differently because you're starting to see things for what they are. Like, I feel like my level of optimism kind of shrunk a little. And I don't think this may be the thing for everyone else, but this is just for me. Because I learned, and this is for me being 22, I'm going to turn 23 in May. I learned that you have to learn to start taking people for who they are and what they are. And no matter how much you try to pour into them and hope that they will be different, it, it, it's just, it. no. Like, I've learned that you cannot want more for others if they don't want more for themselves. And you also can't keep imposing your own expectations of people onto these people because it just makes things worse. And, um... It's, it's crazy because you have to accept the state of that, that, like, the state of that relationship. Regardless if you don't want to, but you just have to accept it. 
and you have to like and you come to terms with it and you're just crying like I feel like I spent more times crying and just saying what the fuck more than anything and um from what I've heard that things do get better but you still go through this process of grieving and letting go and just shedding and it hurts and I think that um <laughs> I don't know, I just keep playing uh, in my head SZA's twenty-something um, tw- uh, song because it's just so, it's such a honest um, depiction of what it means to be 20. And it's just so frustrating because it's just like, I'm having somewhat a good time, but I'm also having the worst time of my life. Like, that is the only way I can explain it because... The perks of being a 20-something, and especially when you reach 21 and up, is I could live on my own, possibly. I could buy drinks. I could do things that I did not have the privilege of doing when I was in my teens or I was still at home with my parents. Like, or you know, like, and even though there is a lot of people in their 20s that still live with their parents, but I know for the bulk of my friends and people I interact with, they live with roommates or they live by themselves or they do live with family. They feel like they just want to fight their family members, which I totally understand because at some point those people, like, family could hinder whatever growth you're trying to go into. Not all the time, but a lot of times I've, in my experience alone, I've noticed that my family has held me back from doing things that I truly wanted to do um, because they just didn't see my vision, and that could be frustrating. But, like, I, but I'm, like, back to the point of it being, like, the best. Like, you know, there's perks of being 20s. But then the worst part of it is the fact that you are growing up. And a lot of the times I wish I could just get up and run back to my childhood where things were different. And in the sense for me, like sometimes I wish I could run back and be six again and my mom was still alive and I could just play in my room for hours and she'll come join me. And I had no care in the world. Like, Only thing that mattered was the fact that maybe my hand Montana Barbie or something just was not working or um, I didn't know how to build a a, like a spaceship without enough because my mom didn't want me to use all her damn sheets and blankets and towels to build and use my imagination. Like, I think being a 20 something makes you realize how much you took your childhood for granted and how much you should have just relished and embraced it. And um, sometimes I just miss that freedom of just being ignorant. Like the fact that like, I don't have to worry about a bill because mommy got it. I don't have to worry about how rent's going to get paid because mommy got it or (laughs) I don't have to worry about groceries because when I open up my damn fridge mommy won't go shopping and everything I want is in there so I don't have to worry about the things that I have to worry about now and it's so frustrating because like really like your 20s is forcing you to go back to like 
those parts in your childhood and seeing how you can incorporate it in your adult life like going back to things that you did that made you happy although I will not be playing with dolls or any of that sort but do I casually play with sims uh play sims because it makes me reminds me of just like that freedom of just being a kid again and building and just this virtual reality or do I still write in my journals or do I read books just to escape like you know those are things that you have to try to incorporate but then it also brings you so much sadness because you just think about how you have changed over times how your life has changed over time how everything just took a shift and it's just like damn like you know here I am I'm grown up and so much has changed and it just feels like you can't catch your breath because it's like your mind is having this tug of war. It's just like, I really just wish I could just be a kid again. But then it's just like, when I was a kid, there were some other things that went on in my life that I wish I could just avoid. But like, there was just this beauty of like ignorance, just being so bliss and not having to grieve in the way that you have to now. And it's just like, for me, I've noticed that I've grieved the mindset like mindsets of like of things like I've learned that which is so frustrating that the way I thought when I was 15 16 17 18 19 is not the same way you have to go in life when you're 20 and it's just like a different lens and it's just really like oh my god like I am not a kid anymore like I have somewhat of an adult brain like, I have to really just transform, but also the fact that, like, you get wrapped up into stuff. Like, for me, I find myself that I could be people-pleasing and trying to satisfy everybody and not satisfy myself, and I've learned that, like, I, I truly understand when people say your 20s is just really about you and just being selfish and I realized I have had to be selfish and put myself first. You know, that TikTok when it's like, I have to put me first, Lucius. I have to put me first. Like, that's sometimes I have to remind myself when I notice that things are just not going right in certain things. Like, especially my friendships. Because I've noticed the friendships that I created when I was in my teens to now some of them have gone in some of them really hurt especially when you expect for that particular friend or those particular group of people to be with you for the rest of your life but then you realize that all of us are coming into our own and certain aspects of that person changes and certain parts of you change and sometimes those changes don't intertwine well and you have to let go of that person. And I think letting go is really the hardest part of being a 20-something because you don't want to let go of anything from your past. You don't want to let go of friendships. You don't want to let go of relationships. You just don't want to let go because it means that you're going back into this land of unknowns and you don't know anything and you don't have anybody and you just feel so just lost in just everything is lost in this translation sorry if you heard that thud that is my upstairs neighbor um and 
for me, I always feel like I've lost so much. Like, I've grieved so much because even with some of my family relationships, they're not the same anymore. And even my friendships, some of them are not the same anymore. Even when I look at myself in the mirror, sometimes I realize I'm so unrecognizable. Like, there's parts of me that I have to let go. And it's just like, I miss that jai. Like, I always have to say to myself. But then I remind myself that sometimes change is not always negative. And sometimes a loss is not always a bad loss. Sometimes it's a gain. And I feel like because you're losing so much that it all feels negative is just really when you sit back and you just look and look at things in perspective and be like, damn, if I stop, if I didn't stop being friends with this person, I think I would not be on the path where I am. Or if I didn't lose this job opportunity and this door didn't close, like I wouldn't be able to go in the path that I'm going in now. And I think the whole point of your 20s and I'm starting I don't even know if I'm even I'm just touching the surface level I don't even think I'm deeply in to my 20s to understand it's really just to take all these losses now and learn from them and take them as lessons and then just move forward because when it's time for you to be in your 30s in your 40s and you keep moving up in life you learn that like these lessons that you're learning in your 20s were to break you, but in not in a way that you think, but to teach you something and to just really just humble you and teach you something. Because when you are learning yourself and diving into this world, there is things that you have to go through to just really mold you and shape you into who you're supposed to be what your destiny is on this earth and what your journey is going to look like and I think that with any journey it's never easy and it's just really hard and it's really frustrating and although there will be moments of bliss and then there'll be moments of sadness that it's all just really shaping you and just helping you connect to the people that you're supposed to be with connecting you with the love that you're supposed to experience in this life and just the pieces of you that may have been dormant for so long because you haven't fully tapped in to all of that. And I think for me and for everyone I know, we get so hyper-focused on just everything going wrong and nothing being the same anymore. And we lose sight of just really of what we're all here to meant to, you know, meant to be here for and what we're meant to do. And for me, I know I've lost sight on a lot of things because I was hyper fixated on the fact that so many doors close when I'm applying for jobs. Um, and I get upset. I got so upset about that. And then, um, that my relationship you were with a significant other for so long and then you're not anymore and you guys both are just going in different directions in life and it hurts because 
that was someone you wanted to spend so much of your time with and your life with and then your friendships like some of the friendships in your life like I I I truly understand that like um some people in your life put you for a reason some people are for a season and those and sometimes you realize some of your friendships were seasonal and that they were only meant to come in for that moment and then they're gone and you're just like I poured so much but then it also teaches you that sometimes you need to be mindful of what you pour into and um sometimes you need to assess those friendships and make sure and see if they're worth it and then with family relationships you realize and for me personally and for a lot of people you realize like I don't have to put up with certain shit anymore because people think family is only blood but family is who you make of it like it doesn't have to be blood there's people that probably care more about you than sometimes your own family or have been more of a active force in your life than your own family and that's okay because I believe like all of us in general have our families outside of the lineage that we're born into and sometimes those families could be a better asset to you than the ones you were born into and family is just really what you make of it and that in itself hurts because everyone wants it to work in every situation that I just brought up but like sometimes it not working out is a lesson and a blessing at the same time and I always have to consistently remind myself of that and um and it's just frustrating because (laughs) I don't know like I feel like with every like punch to the chest that this life keeps throwing at me it's teaching me new things and unlocking a new level of myself and um in some ways even though in the moment I'm not appreciative of it but uh (laughs) after the fact I am and um I'm glad that like life is just teaching me something different And I'm glad that I'm going through certain heartbreaks now and then wait until later on in life when I'm realizing that I should have just let this person go or I should have just, oh, like I I should have seen the signs, but it's just like life has a great way of just changing, um, life or like just changing you and moving forward and forcing you to do things that you don't want to do and I'm super grateful for all of this moving forward and um I just hope things get better and hope humanity gets better and I hope my after I reached the end of my 20-somethings when I hit 29, about to turn 30. I could come back to this particular episode or rant um, and, and just say to myself, well, you know, 22-year-old Jai had a point and you survived it and you made it through if this pandemic and humanity doesn't kill us all off. Um because of the way things are looking but I'm really just at that point where I 
understand the whole part of grieving at this point and I just I don't know like I just feel like your 20-somethings are just here to challenge you and to help you gain different perspectives and I feel so much better knowing that like when I talk to my friends and everyone else that we're all going through this journey together but like I wish all my friends who are in their 30s and up would have told me that your 20s are gonna break you this bad and make you see life a little bit differently but you know that's just life as it is and I don't know when I'll be back guys (laughs) and that concludes that rant and um I really should be consistent because my following seems to have shifted um but Honestly, I just come in in my moment and I hope whatever I talk about resonates and you feel like you understand everything that I'm talking about. But um, it was it's just been a pleasure to have people listen to me and hear me rant for hours. So thank you and I hope life is kind to you. With all this being said, have a good month, a good week, or hear from, and then you'll hear from me soon or whatever. (laughs) Bye, guys.